0: Hi, my love. Welcome back to the podcast my name is Deandre Nicolette if you're new here my love welcome I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily and of course if you're an OG listener y'all already know the vibes okay hey girl hey hey boy hey what's poppin what's good welcome back to another episode of your fave my loves if you were listening to this one on Apple Spotify Deezer Google Play literally any of the streaming apps because I know that at this point there are like a million of them you You also should know that this episode will be available on YouTube as well. I'm literally sitting here recording this one on video, sweating, literally melting like a bar of the finest chocolate, truly (laughs) melting under these lights. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking for a little bit of like a visual stimulation, you want to see my face. Oh baby, not the, not the, um. the phone going off excuse me part zone let me put my phone on do not disturb baby your girl is working so my loves today we are doing another version of the five reasons that you are not living your best life episodes so if you guys remember i did this episode a while back actually i did two versions of this so the first one literally was five reasons that you are not living your best life the second was five more reasons you're not living your best life and i guess today it's gonna be another five more reasons okay i will give y'all all the reasons okay the- you're not or you may not be living your best life and i'm super excited for this episode because i know y'all really enjoyed this one this is one of the top performers for the podcast this one also does well on youtube as well so i know you guys like this episode so hopefully you enjoy the reasons that i'm bringing today and let me just preface this episode by saying i'm not trying to comfort your soul okay i'm not trying to snatch you up it might feel like that sometimes but you know it's all love, baby. It's tough love, but it's all love. So I want y'all to know that period. So I'm super excited for us to get into it and get into the vibes, okay? It's another Monday. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how the hell we are in August. Like, where July? What was going on with her? She literally came in. She said, baby, I'm here to pick up my, my keys. I gotta go. <laughs> like, she was in and out. She was not trying to stay. She was not trying to have a drink. She was not trying to get a bottle of water. Baby girl was in and out. So we are in August now. I'm super excited though for like the holidays. I'm always excited for like fall and Christmas and stuff like that. Literally the other day, I went on Bath and Body Works and I ordered some of my wallflowers. I think I've mentioned this a couple times, but my house stays smelling good, baby. Okay, every single room got a scent. Every single room got a whole vibe. And so I went on Bath and Body Works because I know it's that time of the year where they start to release like the fall scents, like the pumpkin pecan waffles, the pumpkin creme brulee, the apple ciders, the leaves. Oh, sweater brother. Oh, baby, don't get me started on sweater weather. That right there, staple fall scent. If you are not hip to sweater weather, I'm going to need you to go to Bath & Body Works right now. Stop playing, (laughs) okay? So literally, I stocked up on a bunch of my favorite scents, and I'm pretty sure they're in my mailbox right now. So I should probably go get those, because the way we've been having like 100-degree days in Dallas, my little fragrances or whatever are probably sitting there melting in my mailbox. Like, it's really giving boiled type of weather, like truly warm, yeah, just 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 quite a quite a whole thing. So, my loves, let's go ahead and dive into this episode because I really want to chat with y'all about these reasons. So go ahead and grab your beverage of choice. I'm sitting here beverage list because I already have my coffee for the morning and I'm waiting for my Walmart Plus delivery order to get here so I can have some beverages in my home. So until then, I am thirsty and I'm also a little hungry and I'm also hot. So just really a plethora of discomfort going on here, but we are push through and we're going to get this episode done and we are going to talk about the five reasons that you may not be living your best life. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. reason that you may not be living your best life is that you are stuck trying to adhere to societal timelines or possibly familial timelines that are basically making you think that if your life isn't going a certain way, if you aren't doing a certain thing by a certain age, then you are behind. I think I might have like touched on this a little bit in the first version of this type of episode, the first like five reasons that you're not living your best life. But I really wanted to come back to this one because I've been seeing so much stuff online which really touches on this particular subject and topic. The closer that I get to 30, the more that TikTok on my For You page keeps pushing me videos about women who are in their early 30s or who are nearing 30 and who are single, perhaps they literally are just not even in a serious relation. Oh, obviously they're not in serious relations, but just that they're single. Y'all get the vibes, okay? Listen, I told you I'm thirsty, okay? (laughs) So they may just not be in this position that they thought they would be in by the time they were 30. As a woman, we are subjected to so many different conversations and topics that surround our biological clock. So people are constantly being like, you know, do you have kids? When do you plan on having kids? If you're single, people are looking for you to be in a relationship. They're looking for you to be married. If you're married, people are looking for you to pop out some kids. If you have at least one child, they're looking for you to pop out a second child, a third child. Our society really places a lot of women's values in our relationships to other people. So it's less about you being this individual a woman, less about you showing up as yourself and more about you showing up in relation to another. Are you a mother? Are you a wife? Are you a caretaker of some kind to someone else? Because femininity I think has been, in some conversations, reduced to caretakership and that is not the definition of femininity by any means. Of course, the divine feminine, I have an episode on this called Duel. If you haven't listened to that one, I talk about masculine and feminine energies and sort of like the way that all of us present with both of those energies in the way that it's about balancing those energies and not necessarily allowing yourself to only sit in your feminine and absolutely give up your masculine, especially if you identify as a woman in this world. I think it's just so interesting the way that we literally reduce women's identities to how we are performing or taking care of someone else. And that is very, um, what is the word, reductionary? Am I making that up? I may be making that up. I feel like it sounds like it could be a word though. So if it's not a word, Webster Dictionary inserted today okay they're inserting all types of words into the dictionary these days so maybe reductionary okay it's very reductionary so the older that I get and the more that I see these conversations the more that it becomes apparent that as a woman nears a huge milestone such as age 30 there becomes this incredible societal pressure that's placed upon her to really get her shit together and also if you are a male and you're listening to this I know I have like some male listeners so I don't want to isolate only the woman. This is definitely something that happens with men as well, where once you're nearing 30, there's a lot of pressure for you as well to find a partner, to settle down, to have a really, you know, what society would deem as a decent job, a decent income to make sure that you are that caretaker, that provider. So we have so many of these labels and so many of these timelines that are ascribed to us when we enter into the world of adulthood. And there's so much pressure. And a lot of times, like you may not be living your best life especially if you find yourself really sitting with those timelines and feeling as if you're a failure. I have dealt with a lot of these feelings like all the time especially when it comes to my birthdays like again the older that I get the more that I'm like oh okay another year I'm not married I don't have kids and you know my friends are getting engaged and my friends are having babies and all of these different things are happening and I feel stagnant. The more that I've had to redefine what success looks like for me as I get older so so as much as I want to Be a wife one day, I've stopped placing a lot of my sort of like meaning of life in that particular label and in that particular identity. And I've started to look at the different things that I've been able to accomplish in my life and really like allowing myself to celebrate those things, to sit with those things. They may not be the societal norms of, again, marriage and kids and a certain job title and having a house and whatever other thing that your particular culture celebrates by a particular age or by particular timeline, But I know that I'm looking at my life and I feel good about where I am. I feel proud about where I am. If I look back to where I was two, three years ago and I look at where I am now, I know that I've had a lot of tremendous growth within that time and I'm proud of that. Really sit with that and ask yourself like, are there particular timelines or particular things that you are really stressed about, that you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to do and achieve and be because of society? And if you wanna be those things, like again, like I said, I wanna be a wife one day, But I've stopped placing so much emphasis in, I need to be a wife by 30. Not all of that is within my control, right? There's another person involved in a marriage. This is not just a me thing. It doesn't have to do with like when I feel ready and when I want to settle down. It has to do with finding the right person for me that wants to settle out at the same time as me. And it's such a complex thing that it's really hard for you to say, okay, if I'm not married by the age of 30, I'm a failure because literally those two things don't have to equal one another so yeah if you're placing a lot of pressure on yourself to achieve a certain thing by a timeline ask yourself is that your timeline or is that society's timeline is that your family's timeline or is that a timeline that you created because of society or your family and really sit with that and just know that if you don't achieve certain things certain milestones by a certain age it does not mean that you're a failure as long as you're working towards that as long as you are in the right mindset the positive mindset it will happen it will come especially again if you're working towards it and you really want it but it's okay if it doesn't happen on a particular timeline and there may be a reason that that thing hasn't unfolded and happened for you just yet and it might be because there's something better in store something that is gonna happen before that or it's gonna unfold in a certain way that you may not imagine that it could but it might be the most absolute beautiful way that it unfolds in your life So the second reason that you may not be living your best life is that you are trying to like do things always for the sake of achieving a specific goal and not for the sake of enjoying life. Now, I've talked about this so many times before, but life is meant to be lived and enjoyed. There are lessons that we're learning. Yes, we're going to face challenges. Yes, they're going to be hard times, but there are also going to be so many moments for the good times. We literally do not know when it's going to be our time to pass from this life, right? You could live until you're 75 you can live until you're 35 you literally do not know and so it's really important to make sure that you are enjoying your life enjoying activities enjoying the sunshine like the mundane things in your day the simple things in your day for the sake of enjoying them i definitely identify as an achiever y'all know i'm an enneagram three so like my thing is that i love to do things for the sake of achieving a goal or for the sake of like getting some sort of accolade or praise and i've had to train my mind to be like okay not everything has to be related to a particular goal. If I want to grab a certain meal just to enjoy it and it doesn't fit into what makes a healthy meal, but I'm literally enjoying food, I'm enjoying the experience of having food, enjoying that meal, enjoying that cookie, then I'm gonna do that because it's gonna make me happy in that moment. And it's also going to be part of me enjoying life. So one area that I have really had to like implement this particular mindset shift is in my dating experience. So I'm very intentional when it comes to dating. I'm very much like, okay, what do you looking for are you looking for a relationship if you're not looking for a relationship please leave me alone if you are and you want to explore that and you are looking for something serious and yeah let's go on a date let's have fun let's see what's going on but I've also come to realize that like part of dating is learning about what you want and meeting new people and having fun and trying new things and I think that when I was holding on so tightly to the idea of like I need to be intentionally dating only dating people who like really only say up front that they want a serious relationship It was in some ways holding me back from learning about myself through dating experiences. That's not to say that I am not intentionally dating and I'm not upfront about my intentions and I'm not upfront about my goal, but that's to say that I'm a little bit more open about the way that I date and more open about the ways that I like interact with men. Because I also realized that there are some experiences where you might meet someone at a bar. Y'all might have a beautiful conversation. Like it might bring you lots of laughs, um, lots of joy in that moment. but maybe that's not your person, but that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy that moment with that person, you can't enjoy that conversation because that conversation, that moment of joy may spark something for you, may spark something for the other person, or maybe it literally sparks nothing at all except for the joy in that moment. And that in and of itself is worth that conversation. So it's almost like we have to stop placing so much, you know, weight and heaviness into all of our actions and really realize that sometimes our actions are literally just meant to be done or work through for the sake of joy in that moment I don't know like I feel like in me saying that and in me like really committing to just kind of like enjoying my life and being a little bit more lighthearted about things I've been able to like live a much more happier life like yes I still have goals yes I still have things that I want to do yes I'm still very intentional about my goals and the actions that I do take and the what's the word the consistency and the certain like the different routines that I commit myself to but at the same time I'm allowing myself to really be open and enjoy certain things for the sake of enjoying them versus being like, oh my God, every single thing has to fit into the bucket of contributing to one of my goals. So another reason that you may not be living your best life is that you are telling yourself you're going to be happy when X thing manifests and you're essentially allowing yourself to live in the future versus living in the present. Now, this is a very like fine line to walk, right? Because when we're talking about manifestation and when we're talking about desire and when we're talking about calling certain things into our life, it is important to hold that vision, to know what you want, to be intentional about that, to take that inspired action to allow yourself to like really feel as if you are already in that moment where you have that thing because you are in a parallel reality like you already have that thing it's already yours and so it's about allowing yourself to really sit with that and feel as if it's in your current reality so that it brings you closer to having it in your current reality however because it is a fine lines walk it can be really easy to get into a space where you are constantly thinking about that future constantly thinking about the thing that you don't have and feeling like I can't Enjoy my life right now because I don't have that thing. Whether it be the house, the car, the relationship, you know, whatever it is that you're manifesting. Like, there are so many things. I mean, we're all so different and we're all calling in different things, but whatever it is that you are currently calling in. If you are always sitting in a space where you do not feel content with your current life and you feel as if you won't be 100% happy, you won't ever experience 100% joy until you have that thing, you are constantly going to be chasing something because the minute that you have that thing, the minute that you manifest that, you're going to be looking towards the next thing. Okay, well, I have a million dollars now. I want a million more. So now you're on this hamster wheel where you're constantly chasing something in order to feel as if you have a reason to be fulfilled versus. really understanding and realizing that in this moment, you have everything that you need to feel fulfilled. In order for us to really manifest in like a very magnetic way, we do have to feel grateful for where we are now. And I know it can be hard depending on what your circumstances are for you to feel grateful, especially if like you may not like your living situation, you may not like your relationship, you may not like your job, you may not even like the relationship that you have with yourself, but it is important to find those pockets of positivity and find the things that you are grateful for because at some point in time, there is something in your reality that you are experiencing right now that you once were calling in. So what is that? And how can you feel that gratitude for that thing in this current moment? Because if you're always sitting with the thought of like, I will not be happy until I have that thing, then again, you're always going to be chasing something and you're never going to fully feel satisfied, you're never going to appreciate fully where you are now, and it's going to hinder your ability to call things in in a more magnetic way. So the fourth reason that you may not be living your best life is because you are convinced that all of your best moments have to be spent with other people and you don't really enjoy spending time by yourself now let me just say this okay we are social creatures okay I identify as pretty much an introvert and that doesn't mean that I have no social skills I don't know how and when and why we have started to equate introversion with like lack of social skills because that's absolutely not the case like when I go out and chat with people like they think I'm extrovert I can chat anyone up I love having conversations with random people like I'm very extroverted in the sense that like I can talk to anyone and I don't mind having conversations with anyone but what introversion really means is that at the end of the day after spending time with people after going to a party after going to a cookout after going to dinner after meeting a friend for coffee or drinks I have to come home and like have some time by myself I need like an hour or two to recoup by myself I'll like put my tv on get under my covers and just hang out with myself and I absolutely love that it helps to replenish my social battery now that being said we are social creatures right so it is important for us to have that interaction with other people whether that be our friends our family our uh, people that we are in relationships with whatever that means for us like having those connections having conversations having a way to relate to someone other than ourselves is really important for us as humans that's how we grow that's how we evolve that's how we allow ourselves to really like work on those social skills right that being said if you are someone that is constantly looking towards outside relationships to feel fulfilled outside relationships to feel as if you are not Lonely or not by yourself, then that may be causing you to feel as if you are not living your best life. There is something so powerful about getting to a space in your life where you feel comfortable being by yourself. This doesn't mean that you gotta hang out with yourself all the time. This doesn't mean that you gotta become a recluse and like hole up in your house and like never see anyone for weeks. This simply means that if there's something that you wanna do or experience and none of your friends and family can do it with you, that you would feel comfortable doing it by yourself. I feel like when we are comfortable hanging out by ourselves, we are comfortable like doing certain things. We're comfortable taking certain leaps, experiencing certain things, and knowing that if we go there by ourselves, if we do those things by ourselves, we will be okay. It's going to be a beautiful experience. We don't need an other to complete us, but but we want to include others in our lives and we choose to include others in our lives. This is also really powerful because when you are able to be by yourself and when you are comfortable being by yourself, You really stop settling for like underwhelming relationships in your life now quality over quantity is what I always say I'd rather have a couple of really close friends who are quality friends, quality friendships than having a bunch of different friends where I don't particularly connect deeply with anyone. When you are comfortable being by yourself, again, you just stop settling for lackluster relationships. You're more likely to leave the friendships behind, leave the relationships behind, maybe even leave some of the family ties behind when they are not allowing you to really grow and evolve in the way that you want to. Instead of you holding on grasping on for dear life, trying to change people because you are so afraid of being by yourself. You're so afraid of having to go to dinner by yourself. You're so afraid of having to go to the movies by yourself. You're so afraid that if you don't have that person in your life, you will have to start being a bit more independent. So it is this balance, right? Because again, we are social creatures. We want to have those relationships, those interpersonal relationships with other people. However, we also have to realize the power and being able to be comfortable by ourselves and if that is something that you're struggling with I have a couple different episodes on that and I have a couple more that i'm gonna be doing in the month of October talking about taking yourself on solo dates whether you are in a relationship or not but just taking yourself out how to really treat yourself and how to get comfortable with doing certain things by yourself I still struggle with some of these things okay I like struggle specifically with like doing certain things by myself when the area that i'm going to is super crowded because I don't know why like even though we know no one really cares about what we're doing or whatever it still feels a little like awkward to kind of do certain things by myself in crowded areas and settings however I am working on it and I'm going to do an episode on that soon so you guys can work on that as well And going back to the relationship topic this is the last one this is the fifth reason that you may not be living your best life and that is that you are hanging around people that don't inspire you or uplift you there's literally a quote about this and like y'all know I butcher these quotes all the time so like I don't even know what the actual quote is but it talks about how the like five people that you surround yourself with or the, the five people that you spend most of your time with like they're a reflection of you they're a reflection of how you are showing up in the the world like have you ever noticed that like when you hang out with a friend a ton like y'all start to take on the same mannerisms like y'all may start to say the same type of things or you might start to like act the same way or like use the same hand gestures like you kind of start to mimic one another naturally and that's something that happens when we are literally in very close relationships with people we pick up on their mannerisms they pick up on ours and we start to sort of like converge each other's like personalities in a way and that's why i think that we generally tend to gravitate towards people who are similar to us or who have traits that subconsciously we wish we had or subconsciously we wish we were like better at portraying but that being said your friend group or the group of people that you spend the most time with is very very powerful if you are consistent surrounding yourself with people who talk down on you people who are negative people who like when you say that you have a goal or a dream or a vision or something that you want to do if they're constantly like being like oh you can't do that why would you think you could do that like how are you gonna do that if they're doubtful if they're negative if they are just not the vibe at all and that's what you spend most of your time around or those people are who you spend most of your time around like you're gonna notice that you're picking up on that negative self-talk that you're starting to doubt yourself that you're starting to not show up up in the way that you may want to simply because the relationships around you aren't nurturing your growth they aren't nurturing your evolution and i think it's tough because especially when it's like our family because that's a really hard one a lot of times this can come from family or if we have been friends with someone for like a really long time so say y'all met in like elementary school or middle school and you grew up together and as you grew up like they've been your staple friend like y'all have been friends for forever but you're noticing that they're so negative and they're just not the vibe at all it can be really hard for you to be like okay and Order for me to really like nurture myself and nurture my growth and really like do the best that I can do in life, I need to limit the access that these people have to me or I need to limit the amount of time that I spend with these people because I notice that when I spend more time with these people, I start to have that negative self talk, I start to doubt myself, I start to like bring that energy into my life. It really is kind of tough, and obviously, everyone's situation is gonna differ, but I'm very much like like cut those people off if you need to and i know that may sound harsh and some people may say that sounds cold and I don't mean just like cutting them off out of nowhere and not giving them any sort of like indication as to like what's going on I mean having those conversations with them and letting them know hey every time I talk about the things that I want to do in life you kind of are a bit negative and are starting to affect me and I would really appreciate if maybe you didn't do that anymore or maybe it's something like you have those relationships but you have to set clear boundaries like maybe one of those boundaries is that you don't talk about your your goals with that friend or you don't talk about your goals with your parents or whatever family member may be the person that sort of like dampers your soul and brings you down a little bit and that's a really tough call to make because I personally like being able to bring all of myself to my friendships and relationships I don't necessarily like to have to hold back what I can share with a friend or hold back what I can share with a partner because I want to be able to fully be myself but that is your personal call and if you still want to keep that person in your life but set a specific boundary around the conversations that you guys may have or the conversations that you don't want to have with that person in order to really nurture yourself and make sure that you're protecting yourself. That's something that you may have to do. But I do think having those conversations and being very open with people about how you're feeling is important if we just are sitting around here feeling a certain type of way and not communicating that to people in our lives it's not very helpful people can't read our minds as much as you may think oh I'm not you know I'm acting a little bit different like they should notice if they really know me they should notice that I'm not as talkative or they should notice that I'm not doing x y and z they may notice but then they may start making up stories and telling themselves something about why you are behaving the way you are we literally need to communicate what is going on. You need to communicate your needs, your boundaries. You need to communicate these things to people in your life in order to maintain healthy relationships. But like I said, if it's a situation where you have communicated multiple times, they're not changing your behavior, it is really just dampening your soul, bringing you down. You're noticing that every time you leave hanging out with that person, that you are just super tired, you have no energy, they're literally sucking the life out of you, then it may be time to evaluate cutting that friendship or relationship off, or at least like putting yourself at a very specific distance where you're not having as many interactions with that person. I have just noticed that whenever I do see those types of patterns in my life with certain people and I communicate and things don't change and I have to create a certain boundary or I have to cut that relationship off that I end up thriving after. And I end up seeing the amount of ways that that person was in some ways holding me back. Now I say holding me back because of course we have to take responsibility for where we are in life and some of the things that we are doing to hold ourselves back, of course, again, this is excluding the systems at play and all the other things. I know it's, you know, the nuances, the complexities of life. But what I'm saying is like we can't blame other people for holding us back if we are also an active participant in that relationship. If you keep talking to them, if you keep, you know, hanging out with them, if you keep participating in whatever activities with them and they are not changing and you were still allowing them access to you at this point, you have have to take some responsibility for the ways in which they are affecting your life in a negative way and if you don't want to cut that relationship off well I mean I guess at this point you were just going to accept the negative ways in which they are affecting your life and that is just that so yeah definitely take a look around at your friends your family the people that you are spending the most time with and see are these people that truly uplift you nurture you help you feel good about yourself encourage you speak kind words upon you or are they not and then from there really evaluate what you need to do in order to move forward with these relationships or possibly not move forward with these relationships. So my loves, those are the five additional ways that you may not be living your best life. I really hope these reasons resonated with some of you guys. If you're struggling with some of these things, hopefully this conversation was helpful for you guys in order to see where you may need to make some changes or some mindset shifts in your life in order to move forward and live your best life. Of course, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to my channel and give this video a thumbs up if you are on Apple or Spotify or literally any of the other things where they have ratings please give this show a five star review if you enjoy these episodes if you enjoy chatting with me and yeah the other thing I gotta let you guys know is that my second podcast the Daily Scandal launches August 4th which I literally cannot believe <laughs> like it's insane I've been playing this for like over two months now so it's actually wild it's like coming to fruition and it's going to be here go ahead and search for it it's literally on all the streaming right now it might be a little bit hard to find like if you search it you're probably gonna have to scroll when you search manifest daily comes up like instantly, but that's because it's been around for such a long time and it has like the ratings and like Apple and Spotify recognize it as an actual show versus the Daily Scandal is like very new, obviously. But that is launching August 4th and it will be on all the channels so you guys can go ahead and listen. I'm dropping two episodes on Thursday for you guys. So check those out. All right, my loves, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Go ahead and leave me a comment down below. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know what you liked about this episode, if you did like it. And of course, I will see you guys in the very next episode Bye, my love. I my love